automating your transactions is one of the major ways that you can save time when you're doing your bookkeeping. By utilizing systems such as QuickBooks Online's bank feeds, you can definitely save a lot of time rather than manually entering each and every transaction. But the only way that you're going to ensure that you have reliable information is to make sure that you have it set up correctly. I've seen clients who have set up bank feeds and not follow the correct steps, who look at their financial statements and wonder why nothing looks right. This is exactly what happens when you hear the phrase, garbage in, garbage out. If you don't take the time to set everything up correctly in the beginning, you won't be able to rely on your financial statements. You don't want to find yourself putting in all the work only to have incorrect information. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through how you should set up and use the bank feeds in QuickBooks Online to ensure that you're using it to its fullest potential. By setting up your bank account connection, managing bank rules, matching transactions, and adding transactions correctly in QuickBooks Online, you'll surely not only save time, but you'll have reliable financial statements, which will allow you to make smart business decisions. If you already use bank feeds, or if you've been thinking about getting them set up, but you're unsure how to use this function correctly, listen in to find out what your next step should be to take full advantage of this feature. Whether you're just starting your small business, you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, small business owner, virtual online bookkeeper, or virtual assistant. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right. As an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com quickbooks 
and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. When you're using a computerized software system for your bookkeeping, it can really save you time and allow you to enter each transaction in one time and yet generate many different reports with that same information. Not only does this help you save time, but your reports are much more accurate when you know you've entered your information in correctly and you've reconciled your accounts. QuickBooks Online is one of the most widely used bookkeeping software systems that small business owners use, and one of the time-saving features they have available is the use of bank feeds. Today, I'm going to talk about the proper ways you should set up your bank feeds, as well as how to take full advantage of this option. If you already have QuickBooks Online and you're using bank feeds, make sure you're following each of the steps I talk about today to maximize the utilization of this feature. And if you're not yet using bank feeds, you may want to look into adding it into your bookkeeping routine after hearing how simple and effective it can be today. Your first step within QuickBooks Online will be to make sure that you have your bank account or your accounts connected. It may be beneficial to start with one account and then add additional accounts once you have your first one up and running. When you have your account set up in your chart of accounts in QuickBooks Online, you can then search for your financial institution. When you do this, you will need to know your login information for your financial institution. Once you have your financial institution connected, you can choose how many days you want to import the transactions for. This is an important step as you don't want to import transactions that you may have already entered and reconciled. You'll want to select the number of days from when you last reconciled your bank account in QuickBooks. If you're missing transactions, you can still add them in manually, but going forward, you'll have all the new transactions imported. If you only want the newest transactions, you'll select zero days and only the future transactions will be imported. If you have transactions that are imported, which you've already reconciled, you can easily use the Exclude Transactions option to make sure that they are not duplicated in your financials. Once your bank file is connected, it should update your transactions automatically, but you can also use the Update button to update any new transactions. Keep in mind that if you change your bank login information, you'll need to update this in QuickBooks Online as well to continue to get updated information into your QuickBooks Online file. Next, you're going to want to start helping QuickBooks Online learn how it should be categorizing each of your transactions. Managing your bank rules can really save you time as well as make sure that each of your transactions entered are consistent and accurate. Bank rules will help you automate the categorization of a transaction if there's not a match found. We'll talk about matching and adding new transactions in a bit. But for now, you want to create bank rules for either money in or money out, as well as the bank account that you want this rule to pertain to. You can then select your rule around any or all conditions using the bank text, description, and or amount, and then select your account or accounts that this transaction should be categorized. You can also add your rules as your bank feeds come into QuickBooks Online on an as-needed basis. This is handy when you want to use the bank text for your rules 
since you can utilize the information that comes in from the bank feed rather than entering it in yourself. QuickBooks Online will also start to see similarities when you're entering your transactions and it will ask you if you would like to set up a bank rule for that specific transaction. I do want to mention here that you could set up a bank rule, which applies the majority of the time, but there may be times when you need to change the account that you're categorizing a transaction for. This can be done easily, but you want to make sure that you're paying attention to each and every transaction to make sure that they are going into the correct account. If you don't do this, your financial reports will not be accurate. Take the time here to ensure that each transaction is recorded correctly. When your bank account is connected to QuickBooks Online and your transactions start downloading, QuickBooks Online will start to scan your bank feeds coming in to find a match that's already been entered into QuickBooks Online or a bank rule that would apply to the transaction to help you record it correctly. If there's no match or bank rule that would apply to the transaction, you will see the option to add the transaction directly from the bank feed. To do this, you'll want to click on the transaction to expand it and then fill in all of the applicable fields. This is also where you can split your transaction into multiple accounts if needed. This really comes in handy when you're recording loan payments to show the principal and the interest amounts. If QuickBooks Online finds a match when scanning your transactions, it will show the option to match the transaction. This option simply means that there has already been a transaction entered into QuickBooks Online that matches the bank feed transaction, and it wants you to link the two together by utilizing the Match button. You may find that QuickBooks Online has recognized more than one transaction that matches. If this is the case, just click on the bank feed and see what QuickBooks Online is showing for the matches. You would then select the correct transaction to match it to. If you know the transaction has been entered into QuickBooks Online, but the bank feed is not matching it to the original transaction, you might need to do some research to see why it's not matching. This could easily happen if the dollar amount has been entered incorrectly. If this is the case, you would go to the original transaction and correct the dollar amount, then go back to your bank feeds and refresh the screen. This should then show the bank feed matching your transaction. This is helpful again to maintain the accuracy of each transaction you have in QuickBooks Online. Another scenario you may find is that the bank feed will match to a transaction, but it's not the correct transaction. If this happens, you can actually select the Add option rather than the Match option and then add that transaction into QuickBooks. This will leave the other transaction to be matched when the bank feed brings it into QuickBooks Online. I mentioned that you can exclude a bank feed transaction earlier, but I want to mention it again. Now that you understand how you can add or match bank feed transactions, I want you to know that you can also exclude a bank feed transaction if needed. When you do your original import of your bank feeds, this can come in handy if you already have a transaction that has been entered into QuickBooks Online and has been reconciled. There may be other times where you need to exclude a bank feed transaction. I see this used most often when the bank feeds get imported more than one time into your QuickBooks Online file. 
Make sure if you're going to exclude a bank feed transaction that you have researched why the bank feed is duplicated. If you happen to exclude a bank feed transaction and then later realize that you actually needed this bank feed transaction, you can easily recategorize it back to the Needs Review column. When you select the Match or Added buttons in the Bank Feed section, your transaction will automatically be marked Cleared in your register. This will help you to quickly reconcile your account in QuickBooks Online. Yes, you heard me right. Even though you're using the bank feeds to bring transactions into the QuickBooks Online file, you do still need to reconcile each of your accounts. This will help you to find any old transactions that may not have cleared or any duplicate or missing transactions as well. It's extremely important to make sure that you're reconciling each of your accounts to maintain the accuracy of your financial statements. Don't think that if you're using the bank feeds, you don't need to reconcile your accounts. You will always need to reconcile your accounts to ensure your financial information is accurate. Do you have a bookkeeping business or are you thinking about starting a bookkeeping business? If so, I want you to know about my four-step framework for creating a profitable bookkeeping business. In three months or less, you will gain the confidence, skills, and knowledge to create a profitable bookkeeping business without feeling alone, overwhelmed, or confused about your next steps. You can sign up for the waitlist and be the first to know about this exciting opportunity, as well as find out more information about the Elevated Bookkeeper's Inner Circle. As a bookkeeper, you want to make sure you have reliable resources to help you maintain a profitable bookkeeping business. And with my Elevated Bookkeeper's Inner Circle, you will have lots of support from me as well as access to a community of other bookkeepers just like you. To make sure you get all of the upcoming notifications, go to financialadventure.com slash elevate hyphen waitlist. I'll post a link where you're listening to this podcast for you to sign up as well. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, using a computerized software system for your bookkeeping can really save you time and allow you to enter each transaction in one time and generate many different reports with that information. Number two, QuickBooks Online is one of the most widely used bookkeeping software systems that small business owners use. Number three, Your first step within QuickBooks Online to set up your bank feeds is to make sure that you have your bank account or your accounts connected. When you have your account set up in your chart of accounts in QuickBooks Online, you can then search for your financial institution. Number four, if you change your banking login information, you will also need to update this information in QuickBooks Online as well to continue to get updated information into your QuickBooks Online file. Number five, start helping QuickBooks Online learn how it should be categorizing each of your transactions by managing your bank rules. You can create bank rules for either money in or money out, as well as the bank account that you want this rule to pertain to. You can then select your rule around any or all conditions using the bank text, description, and or amount and then select the account or the accounts that this transaction should be categorized. Number seven, you want to make sure that you're paying attention to each and every transaction to make sure that they are going into the correct account. 
take the time to ensure each transaction is recorded correctly. Number eight, if there is no match or bank rule that would apply to a transaction, you will see the option to add the transaction directly from the bank feed. You want to click on the transaction to expand it and fill in all the applicable fields for that transaction. Number nine, if QuickBooks Online finds a match when scanning your transactions, it will show the option to match that transaction. It will want you to link the two together by utilizing the match button. Number 10, you can also exclude a bank feed transaction if needed. You may need to do this if you have already recorded a transaction and it's been entered into QuickBooks Online and reconciled. Another time when you might need to exclude a bank feed transaction would be when the bank feeds get imported more than one time. Number 11, when you select the match or add buttons in the bank feed section, your transaction will automatically be marked cleared in your register. This is going to quickly help you reconcile your account in QuickBooks Online. Even though that you're using the bank feeds to bring your transactions into QuickBooks Online, you do still need to reconcile each of your accounts. You'll always need to reconcile your accounts to ensure that your financial information is accurate. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing that you will take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.